Social Conversations. Let's welcome a team guest, um, Begazeli Benjamin, a researcher and advocacy officer at uh, Judge Matter. Thank you very much for joining us, Begazeli. Mantul, good evening and good evening to the listeners at home. A blessed evening to you. Now, we are talking about something that is quite interesting. The fact that Judge um, Maya has not minced her words. She's never been one to mince her words. Um, as she was speaking earlier on today, she made mention that she has never had, um, or we in South Africa have never had a woman in the highest echelons when it comes to uh, the courts. She's one of the first and she might even be taking up bigger spaces. What does this mean for South Africa? Does it mean transformation has been too slow? Well, it, it means a, a whole lot, but yes, you're right. The biggest issue is that transformation has been a bit uh, slow, or at least it has not been as fast enough as we would have expected being almost 30 years into uh, this democracy of ours. Um, like you mentioned, Judge, Judge Maya earlier today spoke about how um, where she is right now, she was um, the first, uh, one of the first women judges in the Eastern Cape about 20 years ago. She then went on to the Supreme Court of Appeal, where she also became one of the first women there. And later on, she became the deputy uh, head of the court, where she again was the first woman. And then later, she headed up the court, which she has done for the last five years. And now she stands on the cusp of the next level or the next frontier uh, where women advancement is concerned, where she will be the first uh, woman deputy chief justice that we've ever had in the country. So she has broken a number of class ceilings, but unfortunately, we're still not far enough in terms of getting... um, the, the women into the judiciary and having them be the majority of the, the composition of the judiciary because the constitution says that the judiciary must look broadly like what South Africa does. And we do know that South Africa is a majority woman, a majority black country. So our judiciary should reflect that, should be majority woman and majority black. Begazeli, one thing I'm loving from what you've just said is that she will be assuming that uh, bigger position. Um, And it seems that she will take up that deputy chief justice um, position. Is that the case? Because you were affirmative in your statement. You were not perhaps, maybe, we'll see after this particular interview. Was it just a formality? Well, the the interview itself... um in, in terms of the law, it was a sort of consultation process. The president was consulting the JSC on, uh, on Justice Meyer's suitability for the job. And they came out this afternoon to say that, yes, we do recommend her for the position. She is suitable to take up the position. So what remains now is for the president to basically sign her appointment certificate and also tell us the date on which she will start her new job. So, yes, we could say that um, she is certain to get that position. Now, in terms of her successor at the Supreme Court of Appeal and uh, making sure that women are taking up spaces, um, you know, how can we ensure that this happens? Not that we only see Judge Meyer taking up those spaces, but other women also taking those spaces up. 
So, Patricia, you've done a, a, a lot of the work that needs to happen uh, right now in terms of even raising this issue and, and it being a topic that we're even discussing. Because what has happened in the last couple of years is that there's been a lot of noise about bringing in more, more women into the judiciary. And um, there, has, there have been quite a lot of strides, I must admit. Our judiciary today is about... 40% women. So out of the 250-something judges that we have, about 100-and-something of them are women. Um, so we have about 40%. And you must remember, in 1994, there were only two women judges. None of them were black women. And, and so we've, we've made a bit of progress. But we just need to move on to the continue to have a conversation about advancing women in the legal profession and ultimately into the judiciary. So in as much as we have about 40% women in the judiciary, we still only have one woman in the leadership position. I'd like you to hold it there. I need to quickly go to a break and then you'll be able to conclude when we come back. Late Night Conversations with Patricia Anduli, Monday to Thursday, 10 p.m. till midnight. Still continuing with our conversation with Mbege Zeli Benjamin, uh, who's a research and advocacy officer at uh, Judges Matter, talking about uh, the fact that women need to be um, opened up to bigger and better positions within our legal system. Um, and we're taking a leave from Judge Maya, who was interviewed today and saying that she is advocating for women to, to take the higher enchilance uh, when it comes to the courts as she is about to ascend into chief uh, deputy chief justice uh, position and leaving uh, the Supreme Court of Appeals president uh, position and hoping that a woman will follow suit and uh, take up from her. Mbegazeli, before the break, you were still uh, letting us know. Continue, please. Yes, I, I was saying that uh, Justice Meyer, in her interview, mentioned that um, the women in the leadership position, actually, we've only had two women so far who have headed up a, a court. And right now, one of them, which is the judge president of the Northwest High Court, she is on her way out. She's retiring, I think, in the next couple of weeks. And so we will only have Justice Maya as a woman in a leadership position in the judiciary. And and what Justice Maya and, and many other women, I must add, have been saying is that we need more women in the leadership position. We need more women on the decision-making table when it comes to the legal issues. Because like she mentioned earlier today, you know, um, issues like GBV affect women much more than they affect anyone else in society. So we need a judiciary which will be sensitive to women, which, which will be able to craft policies that speak to women's uh, uh, experiences. So she, she was speaking about that, and, and I think it's, a, it's a, a call I'm hoping will reach the president's ears because he's the one who nominates the successor Justice Maya as the president of the Supreme Court of Appeal. Another thing that was quite interesting is the fact that Judge Maya has, and um, not only now, but spoken about bilingual judgments and uh, something that she says the Apex Court has already started, but every other court should be following suit. Do you think this is something that will be taken up? Well, well I do hope so. I, 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 it's, it's an important thing because um, the, the Apex Court, which is the Constitutional Court, has only written judgments in English and Afrikaans. 
um, it was Judge Meyer, in fact, who wrote the first judgment in Isikosa. Um, we have so far not had a judgment in Chivenda or Shitonga or any of the beautiful languages that we have in our country. So we need to to make sure that more languages are used in the law. And that that is important not only for um, advancing the languages themselves and making them languages of the law, but also in terms of access, because people understand the law better if it is uh, done in a language that they can follow, that they, that speaks to their heart. So, so it's really, really important. It is a constitutional imperative. I can even put it that far. It is, it is a requirement of the law that we, we advance indigenous African languages as much as we can. And Judge Meyer has made some contribution in that. Well, let's see what will happen. Moving forward, I mean, it's been 30 years, uh, almost 30 years since uh, democracy. Do you think in the next 30 years we'll see that women will be side to side with their male counterparts in uh, the legal fraternity? Or are we still going to be climbing an uphill battle, seeing black females up in uh, top positions? I have no doubt um, that we will see uh, women actually taking up the reins in the legal profession. Um, an interesting statistic is that the majority of law graduates in South Africa today are women. And more and more women are coming through in the legal profession. Many of them are occupying important positions. Um, we know that um, we've recently had the first uh, commissioner of the Competition Commission to be a woman. So more and more women are taking up important roles in the legal profession, it's only a matter of time that more women will will swell the ranks of the judiciary and will take up leadership. In fact, I, I, I wouldn't even give it five years before we see the majority of women of judges in our country being women. I think five years will be too much. In the next in the next little while we'll see important developments in that regard. In the same vein, what will then happen to the males within the profession already? Well, we, they'll, they'll coexist. I, I don't Excellent. think that um, there, there's any risk that we'll have men chased out of their positions or being made redundant. I think what will likely happen is that the, the composition of the legal profession and the judiciary will start to look like the composition of this country. Um, we, we know that men are in the minority, in fact, in terms of the population numbers. So it only makes sense that even in important uh, areas like the legal profession, that women represent the numbers that they actually represent in the rest of society. Excellent. Thank you so very much for joining us, Mbege Zeli. Such a great pleasure. Thank you very much. Good evening.